Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to the Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Jim Short. Jim, today we are back in the Blue Room, um, which is a great place to talk to uh, wonderful music friends. And we have, as a very special guest, Mr. Lance Horn. Hello. Hi. It's beautiful here. Uh, thank you. This is a, a very. This is my my conservatory, sort of. Um, now, I, uh, Lance is a, a multi-instrumentalist and a, a wonderfully talented musician, but uh, you are generally more of a keys variety. I am. I'm mainly playing piano, singing, writing. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the strings house. I actually got rid of my keytar oh, that we had written on before. That's that's so good. But it's a good one. But I, I, um, Mike Score of uh, I've talked about this before. Mike, Mike Score of the Flock of Seagulls lost all their gear, mm-hmm. so I sent it to him. So oh, that's a way to do it. But I, I, I have an accordion. I'm still trying to court the keys a little bit. Mm-hmm. Accordion? Do you play accordion? I do. Mm-hmm. I uh, the <laughs> the day that I was trying to come out to my parents, oddly, my father came out of my actual closet bearing an accordion and said, "Have I ever told you that I play the accordion?" <gasps> And wow. So that delayed my coming out by an entire day. <laughs> it almost trumps everything. It kind of did. He That's beat amazing. me. So I then just, we sat down all I just night. I wish that the... like October tenth now was uh, National Coming Out Accordion Day. <laughs> it would be really great to just get that out of the way first. Yeah. The yeah. day before, it was much more shocking to me. Was it shocking? Yeah, I thought. Well, yeah. My construction engineer father plays the accordion. That's incredible. Yeah. That's really incredible. That's really awesome. How do you keep that secret? Because I don't that's know. You would hear for my whole life. Yeah. I can't, and the next day when I came out to him, it kind of let the air out. I was like, but you play the accordion. It's yeah. a, a lot more interesting, really, than what you do in a bedroom. <laughs> and it's a loud instrument. It is. It really is. Someone downstairs from me plays the accordion frequently. But um, in, my, in my building, we have a lot of crazy, lovely artists. And there's even mm-hmm. a bagpipe convention that happens at the church next door. Wow. So about once a year... The whole the whole hall smells of bagpipes, like like some kind of a food delivery. That's Just, yeah. Actually, that's the smell of the kilts mm. and what's around them, <laughs> yes. mixed with the bagpipe. <laughs> There's not. I love the bagpipes. Me too. I mean, maybe maybe once a year is good. You know, sure. a, good, a good bagpipe off. But sure. When we, we end up in the Edinburgh beautiful. Festival, it's a beautiful instrument. It's great. It's really beautiful. But it's it is it um is it have a bellows inside? What is it? How does it construct it's on the it? Outside, so it's almost always circular breathing. So you're always blowing into a large sack on the outside and you've got to kind of keep that keep yeah. the air in the ball and the ball in the air and the the tone the tone is it does it what kind of a scale is it because it doesn't seem like it's just um the the sort of like eight notes you know that we have it seems like it's got a lot of some sort of i don't know an there's a lot of variance scale. for embouchure definitely and i think that it's based around uh, the overtone series with pentatonic scale because you never really hear a leading tone in any of the melodies yeah and uh, especially when they all play together, there's this kind of tone cluster that happens. Mm-hmm. So I think they're all tuned slightly differently. Yeah. In a way, it's a bit like, um, I think, oh, it's like a sitar. You mm-hmm. know, it's got these different kinds of sounds. And I'm like, I don't know if it's harmonic with other instruments that I would play. But, but it always sounds really good. It's very emotional. Sure, sure. And I'm, uh, I'm from the Stuart clan. So every once in a while, I kind of get that plaintive emotional home feeling when I hear it. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm so far down the clan line, <laughs> but it's in your blood, you know, mm-hmm. and music is in your blood. And then I, I would love to hear you um, play some accordion. I'm having a little bit of an issue with um, the buttons. The, the the keys I can understand. Right. The buttons are really they fuck me up. Me too. The the, the chords themselves are harder to figure out. I love the keys, and I uh, when I did a show with uh, Meow Meow, who's this lovely cabaret. Uh, we just did a show and they called it A Lesson in Performance Art Exotica. 
So we're going to use that. Someone, someone build us as that. So we were doing that. And she, of course, wanted me to one of those keys that you blow through the melodica, basically. Yeah. So I learned how to do that. Oh. And I've been loving the melodica. You can take it around. We were out at Burning Man this year. Not Meow, but I was out with uh, Courtney Act and a bunch of other great folks. And so I'd be on the dance floor playing the melodica and putting kind of lines over all the things when people were going dubstep. I was oh, that's kind of great. giving us some fun music for our little tribe around it. Yeah. To dance to. Oh, that's beautiful. So you can definitely have that around here. I'll bring you a melodica. We need a melodica. Um, how about uh, a vibes? This is my obsession. Vibes. Everybody, I love vibes. I love the vibes. Uh, the, the set. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's kind of like keys, mm-hmm. but it seems to me so delicate, and mm. um, I don't know. It's it's just so beautiful. Uh, maybe even a xylophone would be enough. I mean, nice. I mean, marimba's got a nice wood woodiness to it, mm-hmm. but the vibes get you can choose whether or not to have that wah wah wah. Yeah, which is yeah. great. There's an Especially. elegance and a kind of a chamber music feeling. There's a vibes player at Wits, which is a show that we do on NPR sometimes, and mm-hmm. he's um, he's wonderful, and he uh, you know is always telling me that he's going to give me Skype vibe lessons, which That's, sounds sexual. That sounds very sexual. Which is not Skype vibe. <laughs> I'm sure we can download that app. There's got to be Skype vibe at this point. Skype vibes um, or something. But it's, um, yeah, it's, it's all this like family of instruments that I, I, I think instruments, I, I, I obsess over them and I get them and then I don't practice. I just want to get more instruments. I have that. I have, you know, I have um, things on my wall, things kind of around the house as well, similar to this room as well. There's, got some guitars there i've got two songs that i've written and that i can play on guitar oh great which is fun one of which is called i'm learning to play the guitar oh <laughs> is, it meaning i'm learning to play the guitar for this person i love in the song and that's nice yeah it rhymes with i've learned three chords so far you know that uh-huh. kind of thing it's cute <laughs> it's really cute yeah so i would like it and i have um didgeridoo up on the wall that some people brought and oh can you play that no no they're 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 that's a huge deal to play a didgeridoo i can do it because it's similar to i grew up playing the brass instruments so okay. i can play french horn and trumpet and tuba and those kind of things so if you've got the embouchure and you can kind of figure out the breathing. But yeah, didgeridoo is pretty incredible. Because you've got to blow into the whole thing. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just a tube of wood, and you just have to make that sound. I mean, it is unbelievable. When you look at it, you go, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And just the control that it takes, and it's breathing and everything. Right? I mean, I, breath, I, I don't breath, even breath. know, but I've just seen them, and, yeah. and um, it, it's just unbelievable. They are pretty amazing. And I'm on the lookout. There's actually an instrument called the lance horn that Sondheim, of all people, found out about and said, hey, did you know that there's this instrument? It's L-E-N-Z horn, lance horn, and it's like an Alp instrument that they would use to call it from mount, from. Oh, mountain. like a Ricola? Mm-hmm. Like a totally. Ricola. Ricola. Wow. <laughs> Is it a huge one? Like it's it takes a couple of people to like I hold it up? I think so, <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking for it. Next That's time we're great. In Europe, That's yeah. great. I love that you can play the tuba. It's me and Patti Lapone. Oh. She can play it. She did it in Sweeney Todd. That's so incredible. And when I saw her coming out, I thought that was crazy. Yeah, I'm not very good with trombone. So that takes a little more maneuvering. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tuba, French horn, trumpet, it's all very similar. You just have to get your mouth right. It's a breathing. It's a continuous breathing. Mm-hmm. So you're breathing in your nose and while you're exhaling. Right. And then you just don't move the area too much around your lips or else you can, you can split a note. Yeah. Which is not great. But that, you know, to me, the... I've always had like allergies and like lung issues. I've been a lifetime smoker and all this kind of stuff. So 
wind instruments it really <laughs> freaks me out like i could never I, i'm like I, I just don't even i can't even comp- comprehend i work with these great people that do all the double reads that do like they'll go from saxophone over to oboe and english horn and i'm just that blows my mind i don't know how they do that mm-hmm. i can't and i had braces growing up so it was always trying to figure out how to hit the notes without m- ruining your teeth or bloodying up your lip and, mm-hmm. yeah. and i was somehow in marching band as well so they had the flugel horn which is like mm-hmm. a french horn mm-hmm. but you can walk around the field with it and mm. i sure <laughs> i've got to pick that up again i played trumpet with justin bond we did a carpenter's night mm. and you know we needed somebody to play trumpet on the close to you solo yes as justin danced so yes oh that's beautiful yeah justin is a friend of our show we've we we've we've had such a, we he he brought she brought um she I, I I'm now I'm having the trouble with the pronouns I think what did she prefer she she's on she. V right now V is an intersection between he and she just mm-hmm. the letter V because it's like she she's such a she very much so but then you say Justin and then you want to say he true and Justin now is also incorporating Justin Vivian Bond and being known right. as Vivian yeah which I think helps balance that out for uh, people in print and also when you meet Justin. Justin is one of the most elegant people I know. Well, she's like Catherine Deneuve. Uh, Justin's doing a lovely piece called The Drift around the Roman Spring of Mrs. Stone right now. And you really just, you just feel it. She's this, V is this heroine of some kind of lost Tennessee Williams novel. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful. (laughs) She really is. What was her, was talking about the scent? It was um, having, she brought us a vial of her uh, fragrance and it was... um, uh, having afternoon of a fawn. Afternoon of a fawn, having sex with a fawn, and it's a little bit of um, on a knoll. Flowers. Flowers with a, with a scent. With a hint of musk. Musk. And um, it's 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 a little leather and mm-hmm. it's a little grass, but in sunlight mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful, intoxicating fragrance. It's very good for me for lots of it's for, it's, it's 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 kind of doesn't have a gender. No, I like it. When every once in a while we'll do a number. <laughs> we've just done a love show where all the songs from Justin's iPod with the word love we've put together into a show. Oh, it's great. That's and, great. Um, and one of the points, um, it, I think it was in The Look of Love, Justin sprays it around the stage in the audience. For, so during those shows that week, I always smell a little bit like the fragrance. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's lovely. But you, we work with so many amazing people and I see you all over the world. The last time I saw you, I want to say was in uh, Scotland. Scotland. We were in Edinburgh. That's right. We were uh, in Edinburgh. Which was amazing and beautiful and with a mul- lot of people in common there. And you were killing it in the Spiegel tent. We were killing it kind of in the next Spiegel tent down. Yeah. And uh, It was exciting. And then we were... We were, uh, we were all kind of circling around Amanda Palmer and Neil Gaiman's world. Yeah. They, were, they had that house there. Right. So, which was very close to my house. So right. we would just go out to like sort of close to Morningside, and we just just be doing these shows all night. My shows are like at eleven o'clock, so we're like so up so late, and then just drink all night. Mm-hmm. Um, Red wine in that back kitchen area. Yeah, and someone would always be making soup or something. There was always th- th- this house <laughs> had like so many rooms. It's almost like a movie from. Um, where everybody would do laudanum and then write Frankenstein. Right. You know, like it was a kind of like one of those things where everybody uh, just sort of art. <laughs> like the Shelleys are there and the yeah. Byrons. And the, Lord yeah. Byron and Shelleys and everybody's really um, famous <laughs> really beautiful. <laughs> meow Meow and I shared a bed, I remember. There was mm. lots of glitter and fur going around. And yeah. 
and doors and people rotating from room to room. Yeah. Never quite know what floor. I never got, I never even saw, I don't know how many of the floors there were. I never got above the second floor. Mm -hmm. There was just too much going on on that floor alone. <laughs> There's so many things. But then, um, so then I'd see you also in um, New York with Alan Cumming. Definitely. Yeah. Alan is now ensconced in Cabaret. Yes. Which is, I just, I saw the first preview and it's stunning. Everyone needs to go. I it's, need to go. Who's, who's, coming. who's playing um, Sally Bowles? Michelle Williams. She's amazing. Oh my God. It's amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. She's phenomenal in the role too. I have never seen him do cabaret in person. I've only seen it like, you know, him doing parts at the Tonys or part, you know, like just, he just did it on Jimmy Fallon, I think. You're right. And yeah. um, so I've only seen like um, the, these kind of, pieces from it but i i really i need to go definitely i arranged uh alan's album we did uh mine hair because alan's character never gets to sing mine hair so we did it for for an album it's on itunes you can check it out but there's something about this performance i saw it in 98 uh and it was transforming and uh there's something about it now alan's pixie-ish puckish nature and he's talked about why now and what's going on with this generation in the world and why we need to learn all of these lessons that this musical really mm -hmm. hammers home. Yeah. And there's something, there's a beautiful weight to it that's never stated. Mm -hmm. And it's really felt. You just, I, especially during book scenes, I would just start crying. Mm -hmm. And in a uh, Broadway show, that's not usually the case. But I just, I love him so much and he's doing such an amazing job. Yes, so I just have to come go. stay come. with me. Yeah, I'll it's come and, and, and we'll go and it'll be really good. I, mm -hmm. And I, wanna, I, I wanted to see, also be able to see him sing, or you guys sing Mine Hair. Yeah, we'll do it. I, we did it, uh, I arranged it for the Kit Kat Band last month in a oh. tribute for Sam Mendes. My, my, my head was spinning. Wow. And we did it, uh, we did Alan and Liza in concert for Liza's birthday at Town Hall. Mm -hmm. And so Liza went off stage and Alan did Mine Hair. Uh, and John Kander was in the audience <gasps> and I was in the front row and I just kind of staring at him with this arrangement and my head was spinning because I was not allowed to listen to Cabaret when I was a kid. Oh, really? My mother took the cassette out of my hand. She said, that's too risque. Oh. And I didn't know what risque meant, but all of a sudden <laughs> I said, well, that's what I want. I, now I know I want risque. Yeah. So then I got to intern for Hal Prince when I graduated from high school <laughs> and then I became besties with Alan and then we did Alan and Liza and talked with John Kander about it afterwards. I've become risque. Yes. <laughs> All the things that my mother was afraid of, actually. Well, but What are you going to do? But it's so studious, though. You mm -hmm. know, it's still very a stately thing to be the musical director. Um, you know, you have to do all of the really, like, the the hard work, the, the nuts and bolts of it. So it's, True. it's quite scientific. It definitely is. I wanted to be an architect or a composer. I kind of knew growing but up. It's the same thing. It really is. It's whether you want buildings or, or music and evenings. I say we build sandcastles. Yes. We make these sandcastles one night after one night. And so it's really about live interaction, mm -hmm. reaching out to people, doing timings, mm -hmm. and then just psychic communication with who's ever fronting the whole event. Yes. And it's, it's, it's marvelous. And um, the people that you work with are always really, is very singular. They you know, are really. Very, you know, uh, like Meow Meow or, or Alan or Eliza or, or, you know. Taylor Mack, amazing yeah. artist. Oh, yeah. We're developing a 24-hour piece. Oh. Because we did a piece about comparison in Sydney. You and I were in Sydney, but we, uh, we missed each other like by a day. Yeah. And we were uh, 
I don't. Did you play the studio in the opera house? Like that that cool. There's a room in the basement that does really awesome stuff. No, we did the. Uh, we did one year. We did the opera house, and then we went back and did the Enmore. Was it the Enmore? Oh, yeah, last great. year with yeah. the Enmore. Yeah. yeah, I did the Enmore with Amanda. That oh was yeah, awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, Taylor did this piece uh, that was about comparison because all these reviewers kept comparing Taylor Mac to Ziggy Stardust meets uh, Tiny Tim. Yeah. So we did all of um, Ziggy Stardust with Tiny Tim songs back and oh. forth. And then Tiny Tim's manager was there and said, you know, once Tiny Tim did this 24-hour concert, then that was a that was like laying down a gauntlet for Taylor Max. So Taylor's yeah. doing the history of pop music one decade per hour over 24 hours. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, that's the kind of thing where you're just glad to be alive in the time where someone thinks up to do that and yeah. get to participate. That's Those really kind deep. Of the, the great things that I'm, I'm so blessed to get to work on these things mm-hmm. or like Alan and Liza, they recorded that now. Mm. So it'll come out at some point, I guess this summer. Yeah. And we're, we're playing Provincetown. We're doing two shows. Oh, good. Uh, in August for, um, the, uh, um, which, which foundation is it? We're doing two shows for the, um, it's, I've just been doing things for Tyler Clementi foundation. This is for the Trevor project. Oh yeah. There's just, an amazing group and um so all of a sudden alan and liza will be back at you know in the back room at the crown and anchor which oh that's I great love. i love that yeah me too they found a body under dick duck that's what bob mole told us <gasps> yesterday oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they found it a wasn't body. me no that was, that was uh, one of the last uh, agatha christie uh, mysteries <laughs> the, the body the body under dick duck <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story so yeah there was just a, a dead body under dick duck nobody knows what happened well i mean we can infer but mm-hmm it might have been, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> it would be a good song, um, or a good, or a good game of Clue. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a, it's quite a good game of Clue. But Dick Dog, I never. I did, have you gone down? Have you gone down to Dick Dog? I went once for about five seconds. I got scared, and then I went back to the pizza place. Yeah, that look on your face, yeah. which people can't see, but you just shook oh. your head and had this look. Oh. Like no, no. I was just saying, I don't. I'm learning how to date right now. It's really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can play Tchaikovsky like nobody's business, but. But figuring out how to say hello to somebody that I think is handsome is a real, no, it's <laughs> a gotta, real lesson. It's 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 a you got to just go and just um, put your heart on your sleeve mm-hmm. and uh, just enjoy. You know, you're young, you're beautiful, you can do whatever you want. You know, it's mm-hmm. just just assume that uh, you are far more beautiful than the person that you're going to talk to. <laughs> That's the the trick, I think, of any kind of you know. Um, Hitting on somebody, um, I, I think I have a pretty good success rate. Even though you know, it's, it's it's a little bit, it gets a little different if you get older, and then you, you know. But it, in general, um, I think you just kind of, just everything, go for everything. I think that was the message of the show you did at the Zipper, and I was in. Mm-hmm. I was talking. It's come up two or three times in the last couple of months. People who uh, were talking about your show at the zipper and mm. the messages in it and the body beauty messages. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that was the first time we ended up meeting through Kate Rigg. I think. Yes. Yes. I think so. Back in, and we've all been kind of bemoaning. We want the new zipper. Yeah. You know, we want that space. We want that space. Actually that show we're doing, I'm doing again because one of the cast members, Selene Luna, mm-hmm. um, is, uh, having, um, uh, some medical problems. And so she had to, uh, cancel a lot of touring she had to drop out of Dita Von Teese's tour and she's um, oh. so you know the, all reuniting the cast for a night and we're going to do it uh, here so it's like a revival oh great for one night um, but the message of the show is that you know just if you tell people that you're beautiful you can start a rumor about yourself and that everybody will start repeating it back to you 
So this is like the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there was I a time. So there was a time where where um, the Angelica Houston was on the most beautiful woman of the world list a bunch of times, and you know it was just this rumor that I believe was just started about her, and then now everybody assumes. Mm-hmm. Even though she's not, she's she's not a, a you know really like something that you would go oh that that is a beautiful woman she really is but it's right. but it's it's also something that's created by thought and by action and your own action and words so I will take that just take take it run with it the drag performer Courtney Act has something similar and mm-hmm. I think I'd love to let you two meet we'll be here at the beginning of May. Uh, doing some shows. Uh, Courtney's been on Drag Race this year. Oh. And uh, she's been accused of leading with pretty. But she's really all about um, <laughs> about body positive imaging and loving who you want to yeah. love and whichever combinations that works out for you. And Yeah. It's a really beautiful show. We do both sides now. Mm-hmm. And she does it about being in and out of different tr- genders in, uh, in performance and in life. And mm-hmm. she's pretty brilliant about, I think that's the way forward. Just, yeah. Just celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself and celebrate this time to be single. There is a, an important reason why you're single now that you've sure. got to find out whatever that is because mm-hmm. you haven't had that for so long. It's true. Talk about clue. I do. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. wake up in the morning thinking, what will, what will, what will this day be like? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> there is something, though, when, when you wake up and the day is yours, though. It is. There it's is something great. nice. I'm mean, Single has a really good... Uh, um, it's very... Um, it, it like sort of takes over a little bit and it is but if you're single too long then you get stuck like that like well, I don't want to compromise with somebody else <laughs> right well, I want to that... do what I was going to do today I <laughs> yeah. mean it, it, there is a lot of freedom to it and it is very sort of um, inviting oh definitely like I know that I want to go to Air One today <laughs> like, oh, yes. I, I was like I'm going to go by there and, mm-hmm. and then I know I need to uh, Jake Shears and I wrote this song that I'm going to do tomorrow night but we haven't written it out so I'm going to do that today oh good you know those are like things to do Mm-hmm. And then someone's uh, hosting a ceremony for the, uh, the the lunar eclipse and all that around midnight. Oh yes, so that is kind of fun. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's I mean, a full the, day there. It is full, especially you know, New Yorkers do like try. We just have a habit of doing four or five things in a day. Where mm-hmm. I think people in California have got it down to like doing two or three. Yeah, <laughs> New Yorkers are like or one but, but, to two. Yeah, really, because it's a lot of time traveling between one and two. It is. So you just sort of yeah. But that's the great thing is you're so busy. <laughs> you're active and you're doing stuff and before you know it somebody's going to be there because that is the way it always works it is when true. you're not even thinking about it mm-hmm. and you're doing something it's true and i'm doing right now i'm in whatever that julia roberts movie is where she uh, is trying to figure out what kind of how she likes her eggs at the very end she's been with all these people and she'd just have her eggs scrambled or fried or whatever and at the very end the waiter's like how would you like your eggs mm-hmm. she's like i don't know so that's part of my challenge, even though I'm pretty much vegan. I'm vegan, I say. Vaguely vegan. I'm figuring out metaphorically vegan. how I like vegan. I do oysters. I like that you admit oh. it, though. Because some people, some people are very adamantly either veggie or vegan. But then mm-hmm. they'll, like in San Francisco, I always found it was very elastic. Yeah. Like people yes. who are vegetarians. Yeah. And I'd go out to breakfast with them. Mm-hmm. And then I would come back and some of my bacon would be gone. Yeah, you have and to I'm watch like, out. Well, I thought I could trust my bacon with a veggie. I mean, I don't mind it. But no. the the but the rest of the day they're talking about how they're they're such a vegetarian. I know there, uh, there's no soapbox for me. I just grew up on a ranch in Wyoming, mm-hmm. so I kind of got done with the whole process. And especially if it's just not being done right. And I'm on tour. Like I was playing with the Von Trapps. They had been out and had meat, and then they found out afterwards that it was horse. I just thought, uh, oh, a lot of touring. I just it's easier to stick. You know, they really can't do that much. Yeah. I mean, Monsanto's trying to obviously, but mm-hmm. you can't do that much wrong with some of these 
vegetables. Was it in Italy organic. that they had horse? They, yeah, because everything <laughs> yeah, was somewhere in Europe. Europe uh, in 2013, yeah. everything was horse. Was it in Europe? They were in Europe. We were in Europe, yeah. And I don't remember where, but they had just eaten it and it had been horse. So. There's a horse deli in um, Venice. It's like a, not a deli, it's like a maybe like a charcuterie but it's it is specifically you know there's like a horse painted in yeah. the window and you go mm-hmm. for it some people go for, yeah, yeah that's you, what yeah. they want yeah i worried a couple of times when we were in sort of norway in a couple of places i was eating something and i, and I was like this tastes a bit odd mm-hmm. and i was like i wonder i was wondering if it was horse last year and then i got i got really sick in um stockholm right i got food poisoning oh because she margaret's off eating like rotten fish that's been sitting in a box of oh but i was years. watching your instagram yeah. that stuff was amazing wherever you were yeah. was it Copenhagen? Oh, at, yeah. At, at noma at yeah noma. oh my yeah. god yeah that was great it's really stuff. good i'm, really I'm good. off for a week in europe i'm thinking of going through there literally because of those photos oh yeah you should you should yeah. oh and then there's a lot of hot hot guys at that restaurant <gasps> okay you should go i mean you i'll set it up for you because they're really okay gorgeous and all great chefs and um, the person who makes the dish brings it out to you. So you get to see who did it. That's and great. And they'll explain what it is and what they did. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, and they can do it vegan. That's great. Vegan um, is fine by me. And they are, uh, they're true masters. But they, they you know, like, I think because I eat so much weird shit and I grew up eating, like, fermented fish and rotten things mm-hmm. that I never get a food poisoning. I get other kinds of right. sick, but never... Um, well, that stuff, it's done strong. that. It's done that way too. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's fine because. It, but that's the thing. I ate spaghetti and got sick, and I was like, I, I don't think the horse meat agrees with me. I ended in up getting Europe. food poisoning uh, from a place on Fourteenth Street where I got some beet juice. That is the worst <laughs> thing, by the way, to get food oh, poisoning no. with beet juice. We're like, mm-hmm. I don't have any choice. Everything's yeah. going to be a funny color for the really, really, wow. you know, the indefinite future. It was terrible. Courtney Act and I always have a thing where we text each other when we've forgotten you've had beet juice. And you're like, oh, oh, beet juice. It's all right. Oh. But I just had the surgery on my eyes, so I, I was pretty much an invalid. I can see now. I'm 2020, which is awesome. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, the, the PRK instead of LASIK, so they kind of scrub it off with a toothbrush, basically. Uh-huh. And, but so I was just kind of wandering around, single, blind, food poisoned. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but I've downloaded all these awesome like Fibber McGee and Molly and Red Skelton radio sketches. Oh. And I just listened to them for days. Oh, that's great. Just kind of lay back and. Imagine I was it was kind of dark victory really more than anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's but I'm glad you're better. Thanks. Yeah, it's great. I can see it's, I mean your home is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, but this is a it's a good time It's you can see now and you're single you don't have food poisoning You're gonna have a show tomorrow and who's gonna be on the show? It's always amazing people when you bring together these different um, these different kind of ensemble things Right, I just send out the word to see who's around and what might happen and mm-hmm. then great people always end up coming together Which is great uh, Ricky is gonna hop up Ricky Lake is yes. gonna do numbers. She does on my album it's celebrating the album. We've never really done it out here in L.A., which is great. So we're, she's going to do that. Uh, this Julie Garnier is this awesome singer who did Les Mis at the Hollywood Bowl. She's going to sing to the Stratosphere on a song. Mm-hmm. Adam Cantor, who just did the last five years. We've never gotten to work together, and so he's oh. going to hop up. Uh, Ashley uh, Fink from Glee is going to get up. We just did a 24-hour musical in New York together. Oh, wow. Where they gather together a cast, and I wrote the musical all night, and then they learned it all day. And we oh. put it up in the next night That's and great. she was in that so we're gonna do the song from that and then the song i wrote about how i hate the little prince she's oh. gonna do that <laughs> and then uh, uh a couple of other surprise folks probably from the glee community and uh i don't know if jake's gonna be back from coachella and down yet but if, mm-hmm. if if he is he'll be around but he'll if not i'm singing his song myself oh good good yeah. And Ellen Green is gonna get up and do a number oh i love her i love her too she's great yeah she's, she's amazing really great 
It's, that's a real deal. That's cool. Yeah, it's a great lineup of people, great band. Rockwell's an amazing, amazing place. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's one of, again, it's a sandcastle. Yeah. So you just kind of have to be there. Yeah, you built it and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And then now, what is, your, what is your trajectory of this year like? So are you going to go to the Fringe this year? I'm not going to the Fringe because Meow Meow and I are creating a piece with Emma Rice to uh, open up the Berkeley Rep next season. Oh, okay. So we're rehearsing it in August, opening in September, mm-hmm. October. Uh, I'm, we're doing uh, on the Wonderground over in London for May, June. We're going to do a piece that we haven't done there before, which is exciting. And then I'm developing this. Neil Gaiman gave me all of his love poems to Amanda Palmer. Oh, wow. And so I've turned them into this operatic work for four people mm. uh, called The Night Before My Wedding. And it's a ghost bride story. Uh, set on the eve of a wedding that may or may not happen and mm-hmm. the audience is there and uh, so I've written some of that that'll also there's a woman from LA Opera a young artist program who's going to sing a couple songs from that tomorrow night oh great and uh, there's a company in Australia called Belvoir it's amazing and they're going to put it up uh, into their um, kind of into their wheelhouse we're going to try to figure out if we can produce it together mm-hmm. so uh i'm going to work on that with some of the company members if it all works out in europe because we're all we'll all be there yeah in june and then i've scored this film uh it's an animated film based on the musicians of bremen so mm-hmm. we've done a lot of the recordings for the animatic and helped that kind of come in to that's play. cool yeah lots of different great so maybe you'll play at the oscars next year <gasps> It's a dream. That's a dream. Like it. that, you that's know. That's like, kind of a dream. Like, like that's what I like watch when I watch the Oscars, and I, you know, you think oh, it'd be great to, you know, win in any category, but the for some reason the song category to me is the most potent. Me too. That's the most exciting. It's uh, because so, there's always the question like, what will they do with it this year? Yeah. How will it go forward? You yeah. Know. My favorite was Karen O. Yeah, this I liked, year. I liked she was Karen really o. good. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. She was so yeah good beautiful and it was so romantic yeah. and it was so um you know it, it, it all the other songs are fine um i don't have the same connection with frozen and i don't really yeah i still haven't seen frozen i yeah. will i don't a, i don't know i mean i don't know anything about and, and the the um happy it's mm-hmm. a little fast for me yeah so um it doesn't it doesn't hasn't hasn't hit me that mm-hmm. one they do have those videos, the 24, hour, 24 hours of happy. So mm-hmm. you can watch people, kind of person after person, do it oh, around really? a clock for 24 hours. The 1 a.m. in particular is quite nice just to leave on. It's the whole song just kind of loops. It's good uh-huh. for doing, oh, that's cool. doing chores or whatever. There's, yeah. a, there's a hula girl in the middle of the night. It's very Burning Man again. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, if it could slow it down, it would be... I'm kind of happy. It would be nice. It would be nice. Or, um, but yeah. So, what would you do when you when when you win the Oscar for best song when you perform it? What mm. do you want to what do you, what do you want it to be like? I want to do string quartet, French horn, me on piano, and then uh, something something really cool. They always have really cool movement or something like that. Mm-hmm. Either something with with visuals. Mm-hmm. I'd like to incorporate. Uh, whoever was in the film itself, so it becomes yeah. more of an environmental kind of production. Yeah, yeah. Do something up, like lift it, lift in it in some way. Yeah. I that I um I did a, a song for One Life to Live where uh-huh. they did a musical, Ooh. and they asked me to write a song for them, and uh, I did, and it won Best Original Song. So all of a wow. sudden, I was there with the daytime Emmys and wow. holding the Emmy and giving the thank you thing, and I was sitting up in the balcony. So I, I was like, "Well, I'm never going to win." And then we couldn't figure out how to get down from the balcony to the oh, stage no. while they were like playing our song on loop. It was oh, a nightmare. No. And, 
But you got down, you, you got it. The Animal Planet was there, and like, I had to, yeah, totally. Susan right Lucci now, was there, about to accept it. And the Animal Planet people were there. There were like ferrets and things being, you know, kind of around the stage. Oh, wow. It was such a, such a great and crazy moment. So That is great. I'm going to just take that emotion and then pay it forward towards whenever that Oscar comes. I'm ready. Yeah. I think it should be, I, I would, if I did it, I would want it to be real Lawrence Welk. Ooh. You know, with the kind of a um, lot of bubbles and the mm-hmm. kind of bubbles. like I would love to be a conductor. Do you ever wear? Do you ever wear the sort of conductor drag or have I like do. a stick? <laughs> yeah. What is the stick for? Well, it's visual. Sometimes people can't see exactly where the hand moves. The stick is a really simple thing to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. It's based on originally, uh, it was a rod where conductors would stamp it into the ground and mm-hmm. you'd follow the beat. Yeah. Oh. And. Um, there is a composer that uh, died from actually stamping it into his foot and then it gangrened and he died. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So early on, before the conductors would wave, they would stamp it with a, with a stick and I think that's, that evolved into the rod, really. Yeah. Into the baton. The stick. And then, um, because I, I'm always confused by that and it's always, they're always really hot. The, the conductor's always really, I don't know what it is. I don't know. But I don't they know are. what it is. It's they're sexy. Always... They're like, I'm making music without even touching anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like... More of you and more of you. And <laughs> Yeah, Leonard Bernstein got kind of the hot quotient going, I think, for people. He really yeah. made it a sexy career profession. It is. It's well, they're just always dressed cool. perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right? They're always, you know, kitted out. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, commanding the whole, the whole area. Mm-hmm. Working with them is really fun. And then somehow the adrenaline, when everything kind of starts to rush... I've done it where I'm playing piano and people are conducting mm-hmm. and there's just this eye contact that's going on. It's really sexy. Yeah. Even on stage. Yeah. It's electrifying if the right person can channel it. Is. it. And it, it's like, you know, even in simple ways, like uh, to me, um, actually being playing with a band is so exciting or singing with a band, it, you know, either or it's very, uh, it's, it, it's so kinetic and then you can feel them playing and you can see them and then if you, you, you can hear it. It's 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 just this thing. We're all doing something together. Right. It's really magical. It's beautiful. Again, sandcastles. I really think that people are hungry for that kind of live magic right mm-hmm. now because we can access anything from any. And people have gotten less picky about. Well, I'm going to see a classical music from start to finish because our iTunes will just randomly go throughout all of our selections. And I think we've become really open to how we're experiencing music and sound and performance and i think people are really ready for artists who are kind of spanning and doing things that are slightly not what they're expecting people Mm -hmm. are ready to be surprised again which is great which is great Uh, well i love it i love what you're doing and i love that you're here and i want to come see you soon and i will see you i mean i always see you yeah we see each other it's inevitable it is we always see each other i'll see you and the the fun thing is where we'll see each other yes every once in a while you know in that 1 30 a.m kind of i'm not going to sleep but i'm going to just find out what my friends are doing mm-hmm. just kind of go on to see where where you are where amanda is mm-hmm. check in because every once in a while we'll just be in the same there was one moment where meow meow leah delaria justin bond amanda and i were all in san francisco without planning it oh wow we all just landed there and we None of us saw each other, but we were there for that one magic night. Yeah. We crisscrossed. So yeah. that's kind of the, that is the, one of the best things about being part of this family of itinerant artists. Yeah. Is you just run into each other like I did with you and Bob Down in that bar 
uh-huh. his last Edinburgh. I was like, what are you doing here? I know. He's the, he's the best. <laughs> he is awesome. He's so awesome. We had him on when we were in Australia, and it was so fun. It's he's great. just great. And then he came and sang with you. He sang at the Enmore with you. Yeah, he came oh, and sang at the Enmore. That makes sense. Because we awesome. always like to sing um, Jackson, because mm-hmm. I always fuck it up. And I, I mean, I know that song so well, but it's really, it's, it's so ridiculous, because I always fuck it up with him, and it's really fun. Well, there's those extra two beats in the, in the verse. It's confusing. It's confusing. It's really confusing. <laughs> and um, I feel like it was recorded off off somehow. There's something wrong with the, something measured wise wrong, not wrong, but it's, it's odd. So, um, but he's like our, he's our, he's our, he's our, our nan. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's wonderful. <laughs> He'll bring, he knows how to deliver. That's for sure. Always, always. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we adore him. And so um, where can people find out about all your activities and where you're going, what you're doing? I've got my website, uh, lancehorn, H-O-R-N-E.com. And I'm pretty great on the Instagram, which is just lance underscore horn, which feeds to the Twitter, which is lancehorn. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda Palmer got me going on Twitter. and Yeah. So she's amazing that way. Those are the best ways to find out. If they go on my website, they can join my mailing list. I send something out every month or so just saying, hey, like I'm playing with the Von Trapps in the UK. Just mm-hmm. kind of happened next month. And uh, things like coming out here and doing this or working with Courtney yeah. Act right now. Lots of fun things happening for yeah. sure. Well, that's, that's great. the best way to find it. And Good. then um, I'll let you know as we go. And you've let me know. Perfect. Yeah. Well, you can find out what's happening with me at Margaret Cho. Where can they find out about you? At yeah. Jimmy Shelter. And um, you can easy. reach both of us at Monsters of Talk. Um, we are every Monday uh, on SoundCloud.com. We are, uh, you can subscribe on iTunes. You should write a review for us when you listen because uh, we need to get more listeners, I think. Always. Give us a yeah. couple of stars. Yeah. Watch our yeah. videos on our YouTube channel. Which, which is our YouTube channel? Is at uh, monster, uh, YouTube.com slash Monsters of Talk. Oh, yeah, I'm YouTube.com slash Lance Horn. Oh, good. We, we have go. to so, like things of each other. Yeah, we have to yeah. like, everybody has to like, and, you know, we well, can We're all doing it. good stuff and throwing it out there, and, and, it's, and it's stuff that everyone can go check out for free. Yes. Yeah, and yes. it's really positive. It's yeah. really positive. Yeah. We're sharing good work. Yes. Mm-hmm. And good vibes. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Lance Horn, and thank we so will much. talk to you soon. Sounds wonderful. And we love our listeners. We'll talk to you next time.